0: Our vision is that Girls Brigade Northern Ireland will be recognised as a dynamic, relevant, Christ-centred organisation, effectively reaching out to all girls to value, nurture and equip them for life. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Welcome to our very first ever guest blog series. And this week to start us off, I have the greatest pleasure to introduce a very good friend of mine, Phil, hi. Phil, you are very welcome and thank you so much for being willing to join us today. Thanks so much for
1: asking me. It's great to be here.
0: You are a joy to have, always. So, Phil, it has been a really, really strange year, hasn't it? It's been a really difficult year for a lot of organisations. So let me start by asking you this, okay? Who do you work for and what do they do?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've kind of I'm, I'm branding today. Uh, so I, I work for Christian in Northern Ireland, and it's a it's an international interdenominational movement. Yeah. Interdenominational just meaning that we're we're, we're pro church. We work um, uh, among many denominations. Uh, we work across the, the Christian church, and also we're international. And fun fact, actually, we're in more countries than McDonald's. Wow.
0: A fact, right? <laughs> uh,
1: but our, our aim, you know, working with the churches, we aim to make God's good news known to children, young people, and families, and we want. To, uh, to encourage people uh, of all ages to to meet God daily through Bible and prayer. I mean, that's, that's the aim across the world. That's the, that's the across the global movement, but it works out differently in each country. And so for us in Northern Ireland, we've got three main areas of focus. So schools, ministry, camps and missions, and then training and resources. So our local schools work is called E3 and so-called because the aims are three E's. Uh, engage, equip, empower. So uh, we want to engage pupils, we want to equip leaders, and we want to empower the church. Uh, We cover 10 areas across Northern Ireland. So if you type in E3 Schools Project into Facebook search uh, and see if one of those 10 is in your area. And then secondly, camps and missions. So you may have heard of SISM, that's us. And the majority happen in summer where there's either residential opportunities or drop-in experiences that we provide across the country. Uh, And all, all of these things include volunteers. We're a volunteer movement. Yeah. Uh, so with with SU leaders and SU groups and schools, there may be about a thousand volunteers. In previous years, we've had twelve hundred volunteers seeking to reach out in the summer through camps and missions, serving seven thousand southern young people. Uh, and then finally, training resources, and uh, that's what I head up. Yeah,
0: very good. So much like ourselves, you know. Uh, company a youth organization that is all over the world reaching out to everybody and spreading the gospel and just like yourselves you know we're spread across the whole of Northern Ireland as well so it's great great to be um, in another partner organization but for you in working for Scripture Union uh, you talked a little bit there what is your role and what exactly does that look like for you
1: yeah, so I'm the training and resources manager. Now, as soon as you say manager and put it into any title at all, it sounds better than probably what it is. <laughs> uh, but the department, the department consists of me with more of a focus on youth, and then Rachel Shepherd. She's our children's ministry coordinator. And training and resources has always been part of of the DNA of SU. And this way, I guess, with this department, we can be more intentional through supporting schools work nationally. So for example, and maybe hopefully people have heard of our, our uh, people leadership training, making your mark, which happens usually at the end of September every year for senior school pupils um, or our partnership project called Shine. If you check out, seamless blog at com, It's a, a video resource project in partnership with Crown Jesus, LMI, along with SU in England and Wales, Scotland and Ireland, uh, where we want to see... Pupils, we want to help pupils live for God um at school and to give people the opportunity to explore the Christian faith for themselves. So that, that's school support, but then they're supporting the camps and missions that we talked about. But, you know, we want to make sure that our volunteers are the best equipped and trained for the task at hand. And then more recently, we've had time to to, to be able to carve more time out to help the local church, whether that be through uh, theological college training uh, we have an intern program we've had our first batch of intake but another one will be happening at the end of august so keep your eyes peeled if you're going to be 18 to 25 uh, again i'm just loving the plugs here emma um, but if it's the type of thing that you want to get involved with whether schools special needs or media uh then get involved in that and um, working on resources for churches we've got a, we're working on a children's resource at the minute for parents and, and churches or a new youth podcast actually called growing together aimed at getting adults and, and teens talking about the bible and growing their faith together so the role's wide, it's varied, as is the world. Yeah, it's a real privilege to be part of and to get opportunities like this as well, to talk to you.
0: You're not that busy then, sure, you're not really. <laughs>
1: it makes it fun, it makes it fun, doesn't <laughs> it?
0: Well then, a couple of quick fire fun questions just for you, before we get Thanks. into the nitty gritty of stuff about this year. So, quick fire, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Chris sir- fa-
1: by the way, full fat. by the way, none of this <laughs> diet or, <laughs> yeah, none of that. Or
0: Coke Zero, none of that, the no. proper. <laughs> uh crisps or chocolate
1: chocolate
0: oh no phil we can't be friends anymore it's always crisp
1: have, have you tried the Tito chocolate no you cheese, and onion chocolate don't it's horrendous
0: i was gonna say it sounds gross it, is. it doesn't sound like a good mix <laughs> right then football or rugby oh
1: <laughs> that is hard i'm probably gonna say rugby
0: oh good man good man uh captain america or iron man Iron Man oh because he was the original
1: mm.
0: oh love it love it sun holiday or a snow holiday sun holiday good choice uh what is your favorite movie
1: oh wow
0: <laughs> I mean
1: that depends on what mood you're in uh the one I go back to a lot is back to the future
0: oh a classic love yeah. it love it uh what about favorite book
1: Is this where you, do you want me to say Bible? I was going to
0: say, other than the Bible. Other
1: than the Bible, (laughs) other than the Bible. Um, I'm reading the Chronicles of Narnia with my boys at the minute. So I'm I'm enjoying those, getting into those again.
0: And are they loving them?
1: Yeah, so far so good.
0: Very good. And then finally, what's a favourite story or a favourite Bible passage?
1: Oh, wow. A favourite story, favourite Bible passage. These are supposed to be quick, fire, aren't
0: they?
1: <laughs> uh, i on in this process down and I do apologize.
0: <laughs> You're all right.
1: Um I think probably now I think of of Daniel a lot. You know, I think he must have had a pretty a pretty good youth ministry because he he has a great foundation for his faith. He keeps praying until his in, in old age, even in kind of exile in a, in a foreign land. Yeah. Um yeah, and just the, the bravery of his faith, the courage that he shows, uh, and the God that he serves. Yeah, that's probably Daniel would be a good one.
0: Uh-huh. Daniel is always a great one to go back to, especially whenever you're thinking of culture and thinking of today and how do we navigate in today? There's probably none more appropriate right now than Daniel. Um, so but yes, but let's get back to this year. How have SU found this year and what have you been doing?
1: I feel I always a little pressure whenever people ask about SU as if I'm the spokesperson for us, So I say, to get a bit nervous. But certainly for me, I think like everyone, it's been a roller coaster of emotions, hasn't it? it there doesn't seem to be a week that that goes by without some sort of reprioritizing taking place or some sort of interruption or change. Yeah. you know ironically, the most constant thing in the past year has been change yeah. and God of course right yeah um, I think for us we probably wanted to be we've wanted to be agile we've wanted to be adaptable um I think it's allowed us to be a lot more collaborative you know and work work better as a team we've wanted to be proactive. Yeah. And, and prophetic, not just reactive, but we want to look ahead. We want to see, you know, we don't want to just kind of firefight or, or respond to what is happening, but but actually look ahead and see how we can serve. And of course, I mean, the line that has kind of stuck with me this year is chaos breeds um, innovation.
0: Yeah.
1: And by that, I mean the difficult times of unknown can actually push people to think differently, to be willing to try new things, and possibly sometimes for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, what have we been doing? Well, we we had the opportunity uh, to record three you say spoken word it sounds a bit pretentious doesn't it but three poems essentially uh, yeah. originally written for an assembly but when we recorded them and saw the quality and the creativity we kind of thought okay well let's let's file this out wider and, and thankfully they were received well so if you haven't seen them check out uh scripture you Northern Ireland's youtube channel okay i'm all about the i've seen them um, and shared them and
0: the gbmi youth forum also shared them they loved them they thought they were great really Really encouraging
1: no thank you so much for doing that really do appreciate it and if you haven't checked you know check out the the playlist the unrestricted playlist on on our youtube so basically online and video resources have obviously been big on the agenda but also relationship yeah you know it's not just about resources it is about the relationship that's that's what we want to do we want to be able to serve we want to show uh, teachers and schools that we're here we're praying we we want to support um our volunteers you know kind of bring them through the, the, the questions that are being asked for the summer um, we've also recorded videos and podcasts to help join the conversation around things like assemblies, SU groups, yeah. and partial support in Chaplaincy and Schools, family ministry. What about this coming summer yeah. and this cultural moment? Because we, we know that we're not the only ones facing this. So how, how do we speak positively into this moment? Um, and then, as I've said, just getting ready for the summer. There's so many questions, so many different scenarios. And we want to be able to basically support and offer the best that we can. Um, and also, as we mentioned before, we, we've got interns has been very different for them. Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. But it was really
1: significant actually in, in terms of their growth and and learning. But they've just been absolutely brilliant, being been blown away by them.
0: I've just kind of taken it in their stride.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Oh, no, it's been very, very different. And certainly, you know, for us at GB, it's extremely difficult because like our GB companies haven't been able to meet, uh, but our leaders have just been incredible and stepped up the mark and they've been doing lots of stuff online and they've been, you know, sending us videos and pictures of all the things that they've been doing and the, the girls have been really engaging in it. And it's just been, it's been great to see what being pushed out of our comfort zone has really looked like this year. And I think it is definitely, you know, much like yourselves, being an opportunity to try something different and start to think ahead of how can we do things differently outside of our comfort zone.
1: And isn't God good that this didn't happen whenever the technology wasn't there? You know, yes. I mean, I don't are you zoomed out? Are you fatigued? Zoom fatigue?
0: I'm not too bad. I'm always just kind of at the point of do you know what I'm glad I have it. I'm thankful that I have it and we can still see each other, we can still connect and we can still build on those relationships. So thankful to have it. It'll be weird though, kind of not seeing people on the screen and being able to see people in real life. You going,
1: people actually have legs.
0: I know, exactly. People have legs and don't just sit in their jammy bottoms all day. <laughs> it's great. But for you that SU, um, what would you say you've found just as a negative and as a positive from this year, just even continue from that?
1: Probably just not, not seeing faces and not getting to engage.
0: Yeah,
1: I did manage to get to, to one school in, in okay. <laughs> excuse me, but one one school before Christmas, and it was just so life giving. Yeah, you know, getting to actually interact, and you know, certainly through Zoom, it's just a bit more restrictive It feels more restrictive. Um, and I think what it's shown me is that for all of us, we may we may love our phones, and we we might love the internet and apps and social media and all that they bring. Uh, so we may feel that we can't live without these things that they're a necessity um, yeah. to us and yet I think this year's told us that it isn't sufficient and and as awkward right as it is to have to engage and actually chat with people sometimes we need that in our lives yeah.
0: awesome. so,
1: so so definitely not getting to see people and having to do that through a screen uh, I think it's really difficult because you, you can't tell tone you can't tell body language yeah and sometimes that gets lost a bit but on the other side of that, a positive has definitely been seeing seeing young people be more open uh, about their faith. Seeing, I mean, again, it's the social media, isn't it? That actually people are are willing to use social media. I've yep. seen people sharing them singing songs, which never mind just singing, but actually singing songs about their faith yeah. or, or sharing their story of how of how Jesus has has changed their lives. For, from an SU perspective, I really feel like you give people the opportunity to take ownership of their faith and to find new ways to serve and share. So for me. Uh, I, I've loved that. I thought it was really cool to see.
0: Yeah, just personally, we're all kind of thinking outside the box of how to share our faith more. Yeah, no, it has been good. Well, then, hopefully, with a little light at the end of the tunnel, things are starting to change. So, what are you looking forward to in the year ahead?
1: Probably, probably continuing to ask big questions of not just what's good to do, or I can't wait to go back. You know, there's a lot of that language, isn't there? But actually, saying what's the what's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not just thinking about going back, but actually, how how do we move forward? So I guess the word that kind of comes into my head is hybrid. You know, how do we how do we have a hybrid model that we can use? So, so taking the best of, of face-to-face opportunities, combining those with, with with the learning and technology that we've used throughout this year. You know, I, I think about our, our Campus missions volunteers and, you know, those leaders. There seems to be such community this year. And it's probably because of the access, the ease of access through Zoom. Yeah. So there's things that you kind of question and you think, well, we still want to keep that community. Is that the best thing going forward? Those are the type of questions I'm looking forward to, to asking. A lot
0: of big questions, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, then, just the last couple here. Personally, how have you found this year, and how has it impacted your relationship with God?
1: Just a wee small, small question here, Hima Thanks. Small question. <laughs> I think, if I'm honest, I think like everyone, you do have ups and downs. I think a lot of it comes down to perspective, yeah, and, and how and how you look at the situation. How you view what god is doing and and for me it's definitely been about taking one day at a time uh, and taking the positives out of it you know the the bible is truth and it's true that means it's true for all times it's true for all people all places it is the truth and so whenever i read verses like 1 thessalonians 5 16 18 let me read them rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus covet hasn't taken god by surprise he's not nervous that that verses like this you know don't make sense you know oh no they can't rejoice or pray or give thanks no, those precisely because god's word is true we can do this now you know we can't be thankful uh, and if if we question you know every question that we're asking in a season is, is what what's god's will for my life maybe people who are listening right now are thinking that you know what's what's next for me what, what do i do I think this is all part of it. You know, it's not about where we are or, or what we're doing in life. It's about who we are and whose we are. You know, we're we're children of God. We're his, and it's out of that relationship. That's what enables us to be able to rejoice, to be able to pray, to be able to give thanks. You know, that is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. So I think that's probably been a, something that I've, I've tried to cling to this year. And yeah, taking it, taking it every day at a time
0: the time is good just thinking too for our youth forum girls you know lots of them will be making decisions thinking about GCSEs thinking about A levels and university and you know this year has certainly kind of upset the apple cart for yeah. what kind of plans look like ahead so as you say just like a really good takeaway is at the end of the day we've been stopped on our tracks this year for a reason and it's trusting God in it and allowing the fact that God has stopped us in our tracks for us to be able to trust Him every day and just allow Him to be in charge yeah. and not worry about what's ahead. So yeah, really, really important. Right. So last question: What has God taught you through this year? And is there a Bible verse or a small thought you want to leave us with?
1: Yeah, I think the three words think thinking my head are God's daily provision and probably links to what I've just shared, but it works its, itself out in loads of ways. Uh, I was listening to another podcast. Sorry, Emma, uh, other podcasts do exist. But um, it said, what, what does God expect of you today? And the answer was, well, it's that you need Jesus. And when we talk about God's daily provision, it's about how he meets our needs. And I think the reason that's probably been more in my mind is because of, because of the pandemic. And as I said earlier, so much changes from week to week. It just seems you know, crazy. How, how, do, how do we think about now? And um, the, the everyday, the daily, rather than thinking about, well, what's the future going to look like? Or look at all that we've been through. And just the idea of taking each day as it comes. Again, we've mentioned the Unrestricted series, but that's kind of where it stemmed from. You know, Matthew 634, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And of course, it, it was it was me wrestling with that that I thought, well, I wonder if I could turn that into something because it was impacting me personally. And I think the reason that we we focus on today and not worry about the future is because, well, that passage in Matthew 6 says we we seek after God's kingdom first. We see His care in the everyday. You know, the the passage talks, you know, look at the flowers, look at the birds. He's he's a God who cares. We can rely on Him every day. And there's a couple of quotes that link with that. Tim Keller says that worrying is thinking God won't get it right. And Corey Boom, great name, uh, says worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And so... It links with worry, God's daily provision. It links with God's will. It links with the future. And sometimes we can view God's will as, as a bit of a tightrope.
0: Yeah.
1: Rather than an open field. You know, we, we maybe treat it as a destination. Yeah. Rather than a direction. So it also deals with, with biblical tensions, you know. So we live in, in this period of the now, but we live in the not yet. So there, there are benefits that we, we experience now. So take the example of sin. Okay, so we're we're free from the power and the penalty of sin, but yeah. we're, we're not free from its presence. Well, yeah. not yet. And so I think we struggle with now. We we want to know the future. We can think about it all the time, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, yep. but it can be it becomes the overriding thing. Yeah. Uh, just linked actually to what you were saying earlier on about people, you know, having to make big decisions. Before I worked for SU, I worked for another organization and and people are very kind and they ask, you know, how did you get on? Did you, have you got a new job yet? And you know, as soon as I, they, they ask how, how long is it for? And I it was for a three-year contract. So I'd say, oh, you know, for three years. And they immediately would say, What are you gonna do after that?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> what, are you, what are you going to do next? Everyone wants to know what are you going to do next, and I really struggle with that. I mean, God can do a lot in a year, right? Let's think about the past year that we've had, yeah. but
0: yeah, whatever,
1: what God can do in three.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, another passage that's come to mind, linking with God's daily provision, is one king seventeen. So God's provision of Elijah and um, it happens in the most outrageous of ways you know it happens through a raven at a brook it happens through a widow who didn't have much and it reminds us again why jesus tells us to pray for daily bread there's a there's an everydayness there's a daily quality to the christian life and i guess it just this year just caused me to pause um, and to ask the question what what's god doing today yeah because you know, I, I do think it's really good that we have all those stories of maybe from your conversion or we do have those hopes for the future But do we really think about today? This day, you know, Psalm 118, 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I remember being at an SU International event this year and someone from SU Latvia was asking, what what is God doing today? What's God saying to me today? In this plus COVID world that we find ourselves in, not what did he say yesterday or what could he say tomorrow, but but what is he saying today? What are we learning from him today? And it's a challenge. Like it's a challenge to live in the now. We always struggle with it, which is why I think for me, I keep coming back to it. And these aren't just isolated texts. You know, there's Exodus 16, manna falling from heaven. If you've seen Claudio with the chance of meatballs, it's like that, but in real life. And you know, this idea that they needed to take enough for the day, and that's what we need to do.
0: Yeah.
1: But actually, in all of these stories, in all of this wrestling with the daily, these daily provisions point to the ultimate provision found in Jesus. And so all these temporary daily needs are, are pointing us to the, the permanent eternal need that is only found in Jesus Christ. So the example of everyday hunger being met is is pointing us to this absolute satisfaction that we will, that we have in Jesus for eternity. And so for me, again, it comes back to that idea of perspective. It's a yeah. constant challenge. I'm not saying I've nailed it. It's an everyday challenge. If you like you see what it did there. And, and in that, it's about seeing the everyday means of grace.
0: Yeah. And
1: one of those things has been church. I don't know about you, and we'll not get into it, but you know, church can be difficult, but that's another provision from God. And, you know, we see the importance of church family. It's about turning up. It's about getting involved. It's about keeping going and sticking at it. So if you've been doing that and all the, the girls watching from GB, yeah. you know, well done because it hasn't been easy. Uh, but God's daily provision.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think just to add to that is just the fact of, you know, I think one thing that I've definitely been thinking about this year is the fact of we are absolutely not in control. <laughs> you know, we're not. And I think one thing that has challenged me is just, off the back of what you've been saying there is just the fact of that we have to live in today you know god requires us to live in today and trust him with the rest yeah. trust him with with whatever the rest is going to look like god requires us to be in the everyday moments with him today and let's live our lives like that so Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. But, Phil, that's great. And thank you so much for starting our new guest blog series. And it has just been great to have a chat, great to have a catch-up and find out what Scripture Union have been getting up to and uh, what you're looking forward to as well. And you know what? We will be back next week with a new guest. And you're going to have to check out our Facebook and Instagram pages on Monday for a sneak preview of that. But, Phil, many thanks, and I can't wait to see you soon.
1: I know. Thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, praying for you guys.
0: Me too. Thanks. Bye thank you for listening to this episode we would love it if you could share this podcast with others if you would like to find out more about gb check out our website gbni.co.uk you can also keep up to date with us by following us on facebook instagram and twitter